The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get up to $100 in free bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. And welcome in, everybody, to the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me this evening is Brad Stickler and Will Rivera. How are we doing, gentlemen? Happy Friday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sipping on a little bit of bourbon itch, I like to call it. Enjoying the end of summer. Got to play a little bit of golf today. Had to work a little bit this morning. It's great to be to the weekend and talking some football with you guys. Nice. So listen, I had to work a lot today, but I'm happy that it is Friday and, uh, you know, the last week of preseason football, man. So just uh, trying to catch up on that. And then tomorrow, first of week zero of college football, man. So it's going to be a fun filled weekend the next uh, couple of days, nothing but football. So I'm going to be MIA, going to probably shut off my phone after tonight's uh, pod and uh, just get to it, man. Nice, nice. Yeah, we got some uh, preseason action tonight. I've been killing it in preseason. I went uh, 10-0 and in my last 10 picks. I went 8-0 last week in all of preseason. So hoping for some more magic to keep rolling this evening. Uh, but tonight we're talking fantasy, folks. We're going to be talking about how to draft from the seventh position in your fantasy football draft. We're definitely doing at least... Uh, a Superflex 12 team, and we're doing a Superflex 14 team. So we're definitely going to go with some deep options here. And the way that we're going to do it, we're all going to draft onto this team, uh, Brad and Will and I, and we're not moving past a single pick until all of us can agree 100% on our selection. So we're going to get the board up here. We're going to get right into it because it's going to be a longer show here. Let's dive right in. All right, so first up in this board, kind of a weird start in Superflex, but you know every league is going to be different, right? So it started off CMC, Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. We're picking at 107 here. Uh, Brad, we'll start with you. What's the first player that you'd like to propose for us to go with here? You know, our top options at quarterback. This is a super flex league, so, you know, we got to be mindful of the guys that are going to be available to us at our next pick. You know, we've got Lamar Jackson, uh, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. At running back, we've got Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift. At wide receiver, uh, all the guys are available. A wide receiver hasn't been taken yet. So we've got Jefferson, Cup, Chase, Diggs, Devontae Adams, and, of course, the top tight ends, Kelsey, Andrews, and Pitts. Uh, which direction do you think we should head here? What, what's the name you'd like to propose? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start with three real quick, and then I'll, I'll really fast narrow it down to one. We're looking at, to me, you're okay. looking at Dalvin Cook, one of your quarterbacks. For me, it's Kyler Murray at that point, or Justin Jefferson. Uh, to me, I'm leaning Justin Jefferson. I know it's it's tough, you know, it's t- it's a super flex. So mm-hmm. moving, you know, passing up on that quarterback now, you're going to have to make up for that later on. But I think I think it's okay from what I've seen in some super flex twelve team drafts taking those later round QBs right now. Your team looks pretty solid. So I think I'm leaning Justin Jefferson right now. Okay, what do you think, Will? Agree? Disagree? Yeah, I agree, man. Um, He gave you three players. I'm going to give you one. I mean, I think Justin Jefferson is going to definitely finish uh, as the um, wide receiver one this year. So at the number seven spot, I like that. Uh, The quarterbacks, even though it is super flex, uh, the quarterbacks that are out there, I mean, you only got three taken so far. But um, I'm looking at some I'm looking at the board right now. I, I do think that 
come back around. There's going to be some quarterbacks that we are going to be able to grab. That's going to be at a great value, even in the second round. So I like the Justin, Justin Jefferson pick right here at the uh, 107. Yeah, I like Justin Jefferson or Lamar Jackson here. Uh, if we're going to be fading the quarterback, I think that we can make up for it. Um, this is redraft, so it's not like we have to like target youth. You know, we can always come back around with like a Tom Brady, a Matthew Stafford. Uh, it's a pretty deep position. My only argument against Jefferson, we're going to go with him. I'm going to go with it, is that it's, a, it's still a very deep position wide receiver. Like we can always make up for that. Uh, but I like us taking either the top first or second option off the board. I still have Cooper Cup as my uh, 101 for wide receiver this year. But I don't uh, deter too far away from Jefferson, so let's go with him. All right, so then we're going to pull up the board here, and we're going to review what went after. So get out of here. Just fluffer stuff. All right, so after us went Mark Andrews, first uh, tight end off the board. That's definitely helpful for us. There was only two quarterbacks drafted after us. So it went Mark Andrews, Derrick Henry, Jalen Hurts, Dalvin Cook, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Lamar Jackson to start the second round, Stephon Diggs, Najee Harris, and C.D. Lamb. All right, so, Will, we're going to go to you with this one. Let's get our options back up here. We can be looking at the quarterback with guys like Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Dak, et cetera. At running back, it's getting a little bit thin. We're looking at DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, Fournette. Wide receiver, I feel like we may, maybe should stay away from this position, but Devontae Adams is available. What a pairing that would be at the top of the board. Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Also available, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman. I think that's too soon. And then we still have uh, Kelsey and Pitts on the board. Who would you like to nominate? Now, I did have the situation um, happen to me, actually, in one of my drafts that I did do, in the, and I was able to pick up uh, Justin Jefferson as well as Devontae Adams back around. I'm going to stay away from that um, on, on this go around, um, considering it is a super flex. But mm -hmm. I do like uh, Russell Wilson. I do like Russell okay. Wilson in, in this spot just for the simple fact that I think he's in a, in a great, great situation out there in Denver. If you look at the uh, – not only the schedule, but that you're looking at the weapons that he has there. He's going to definitely be um, flourishing this year out in Denver. So super flex, you're, you're going to definitely um, want to get your quarterback now because if not, I, I don't think that coming back around, we're going to be able to get one of the top tier mm -hmm. quarterbacks. And I'm looking for Russell Wilson to, to end up at the very, very least top 10 quarterback position. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I think you got to take a quarterback here. Uh, I just – tough because i like kyler at this point i've i've got him at 14 so this is a value to me uh being mm -hmm. able to get kyler murray at the 206 but i also do love the upside that russell wilson brings uh to the table with the pairing of Cortland sutton and jerry judy albert O, or ao as we're trying to get rolling uh, a little bit of uh, javonta williams melvin gordon they've They've got a pretty solid team, and you hope that Nathaniel Hackett and that offense really picks up running. Uh, so I'm, I, I like the Russell Wilson pick, and I'm okay with that at 206. Hmm, it's tough for me, too, because if it was me, if it's my board, I would be looking at Murray or even Burrow right here. I'm still really high on Burrow. Not worried ne about the INJ next to his name's looking good. Returning back from the appendix. It's tough. I, I don't have like an overwhelming uh, um, argument against Russell Wilson. If we're splitting hairs, I guess I could go with it. Are you all in on it, Brad? No, it's we, tough because I think Kyler Murray's got that number one overall quarterback upside. Okay. Like the okay. legs, the passing, Marquise Brown, New Hopkins coming back eventually. 
Uh, it just, he's got that upside, right. That I think could right. just smash, but we've also seen so, him struggle. Right. So, uh, yeah. And, and Russell Wilson has been consistent throughout his, uh, his 12 year career out there yeah. in the league and, and, you know, getting away from Pete Carroll and that run first offense, except for that last play, um, against new England a couple years ago in the, in the super bowl. Um, you mm-hmm. know, he's going to be in a, in a pass heavy offense, I think this year, and he has all the weapons. I mean, you got two great running backs coming out the back in uh, Williams and Gordon, and then you got the emergence of a uh, Jerry Judy and Sutton. Um, they weren't able to, to, to be as good as, as, as they could have been the last couple of years because they had Drew Locke and, 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 and Teddy two two gloves Bridgewater throwing to them. But I think that this year they're going to definitely be flourishing. And, you know, with, with the new coaching staff there, um, you know, I just think that there's going to be no, no cap to the ceiling. And I have them going very, very far this year um, in, in the league. So, yeah, I, I like I, I like that pick a lot. So we got. We got a Murray, we got a Burrow, and we got a Wilson pick here. How are we? How are we going to meet in the middle, guys? You know what? Then I mean, if we're going to go quarterback, then let's just go Murray because I mean, I, I like the, the Murray pick as well. But again, the only thing that um that that scares me a little bit is that he 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 can, uh, you know, fall off the deep end and not be um, a provider for 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 that, but uh, for his team. But I think that with with uh, the addition of so Hollywood do we- Brown. Do we think that Burrow could have a safer floor than both of them then? I'm not touching Burrow here. Yeah, I'm not touching Burrow right there. Yeah. So it's either Kyler or Wilson at the quarterback position for me right here. Uh, Sorry, I was looking at something else. Do you want to just go with Kyler or do you want to go with uh, Wilson, Brad? Yeah, let's spice it up. Screw it. Why not? Let's go with Russell. Let's do it. All All right, we're moving on. I can go any which way with either any three of those guys. So Murray and, and Burrow went not long after that. DeAndre Swift would have been, you know, kind of like another argument to be like, all right, we'll just come back around for quarterback. So Swift, Murray, Burrow, Aaron Jones, Barkley, Fournette to finish off the second round. Kelsey, Mixon, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Tom Brady. So we've got a quarterback and a wide receiver. It's my turn to propose somebody here. The running backs available. You're looking at Javante Williams, James Conner, Zeke, Travis Etienne, Brees Hall, David Montgomery. Receivers, we're looking at Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman, Debo Samuel. Quarterbacks, we're looking at Dak Prescott, Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. The names that I'm most intrigued by in this position are Dak Prescott and Javante Williams. I'm kind of feeling that stack with Russ Wilson. What do you guys think? Yeah, between the two, the I two. would say Williams is my vote. Those were definitely yeah. the two at the top of my head were Dak and Javonta Williams. It'd be nice to get some of that. You know, you make sure you've got a, a solid top, you know, top 12 upside player for each position. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do like the Javonta Williams pick, but Dak Prescott's got some some serious upside. They're talking about him moving with his legs more often now. Uh, and in that super flex league, does it give you that? You know, does that move him up the board a little bit? But I do like both those players, and I, I'm totally fine with Javante Williams there as well. Yeah, I love that stack, man. I mean, you got to go Javante Williams again. Not only what he could provide you on the run game, mm-hmm. but then also coming out the backfield, catching the ball. And it seems, you know, the last couple of weeks, man, we've been hearing some revelings that he may be the guy out there in um in Denver, and it's not going to um be no longer like a, a fair share fifty fifty split with uh with Melvin Gordon. So, I'm all in on uh, on Javante Williams, and again, if we could get him in a stack, why not? 
I'm good with it. I think it's a good pick. Like I said, the only way I would really avert from that is Dak, and we're kind of like throwing ourselves into a QB-heavy situation, but I think we can still make up for it. So let's go ahead with uh, Javante. All right, so we've got Justin Jefferson, Russ Wilson, Javante Williams. Uh, Brad, it is now your time to nominate. Let's go over the picks that went off the board here really quick. After us, we had Keenan Allen, Trey Lance, Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, Debo Samuel, a huge run of receivers here. We could actually get, looks like Dak again if we wanted. T. Higgins, Debo Samuel, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson. We're looking at 406 from the seventh position. Uh, We got James Conner, Zeke Elliott, ETN, Brees Hall, Montgomery still on the board at running back. Wide receiver, we've got DJ Moore, Jalen Waddell, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Terry McLaurin. Quarterback, still Dak Prescott available. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. What are we thinking, Brad? Yeah, I love the wide receivers available. If you look after us, no team other than that Matt Friedman team has a wide receiver. So you Mm got to expect there's going to be another kind of wide receiver run for those teams after this, right? So there might be some value that falls down to us at some of these other positions. Uh, So I'm leaning Dak Prescott big time here, super flexed, lock down that second quarterback, and then look and, and probably get lucky and see one of these other running backs that might fall to us in the fifth round. I tend to agree with you. This was a huge run of receivers. In this situation, uh, Will, do you want to kind of like lean into that curve and also, you know, tend towards receiver? Or are you uh, with Brad here and maybe like re-averting and kind of putting more pressure on the quarterback position? No, I'm definitely going quarterback here um, again. But, you know, I don't like the Dak pick. I think that uh, you got Stafford out there and Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is going to have a huge, huge year. Um, he's a little, mm-hmm. he's a little too low in in the rankings there. I, I like him to be at this spot right now. So yeah, man, I would, I would take a, a hard look at a uh, at Derek Carr just with the addition of Devontae Adams and also you know the other mm-hmm. weapons that he already had. He's going to have a great season. I mean, I could see this guy definitely throwing for over five five thousand yards this year. So I like the Derek Carr over Dak Prescott as our second quarterback if we go that route. So, so I do I do like Derek Carr a lot. I've got his ceiling pretty high. I've got him ranked as quarterback eight now. A lot of folks have him between like twelve and fifteen or so. So definitely a little bit higher on him than the public. I'm good with that, Brad. If you're willing to hold off here, uh, because the guys that are available, you know, like we just mentioned, Stafford, Rogers, Cousins, Carr. I have to feel, even at this pace, that we could still at least get one of those guys with our next pick at five seven. What do you think? So here, so here's the deal. I got Derek. I got Derek Carr is my number six redraft quarterback right now in my right. So there you go. But here's the deal: Do we play the Dax ADP game here? You got a couple teams that already have two. Mm-hmm. Depending on the league, you've got got you know your league. Right. You could look at your league and say, you know what, they're just going to go on that top 200 list and they're just going to smash the name that's at the top of the list that's left over. So you play that mm-hmm. game a little bit. What do you know about your league? In this situation, we don't really know. So do we play the ADP game and take a running back here or a wide receiver and then take Derek Carr later on if he falls to us and risk that? That's that's kind of the game that you're playing in drafts, right? That mm-hmm. mind game a little bit. So if we wanted Derek Carr, which, like I said, I'm, it sounds like I'm the highest on him out of anybody, I'd be willing to play the ADP game here and go some, go with another position. So then, with that being said, I think we all agree. Let's hold off for quarterback here. Let's we have we can see the value is there, right? Like there's a couple of teams. The next two picks ahead of us, they've already got two quarterbacks. It would be, you know, it would be very uh, 
faulty by them to go and take a third quarterback within you know four rounds, right? We do have two teams that haven't taken a quarterback at all, and they get two picks before our next pick. So that's the only concern. My additional nominees will be DJ Moore or man, I'm in my rankings. It would be David Montgomery, but I feel like that would be a stretch in this position. James Conner still there. Zeke Elliott still there. ETN. We could roll the dice with ETN or Brees Hall. What do you, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch James Conner with a ten foot pole in this position right now. The the I would not like him at this ADP. It, yeah, not even close. Uh, for me, Zeke is actually the highest. I've got him right now at RB twelve for the season. Um, mm. I'm a, a little bit higher than others on him, uh, but I also like the ETN pick here as well. What do you think, Will? Yeah, love, love, love ETN right here, man. I mean, if we could get him again. You know, we we lost out on, on watching him perform in his uh, true rookie year last year because he got injured mm-hmm. prior to the season. But I think that this year, man, he's going to, um, again, new coaching staff down there in Jacksonville. Um, he already has that chemistry with Trevor Lawrence dating back to his days with, you know, at Clemson. And I'm looking for him to have a breakout year. Um, sophomore year, but really his rookie year. So um, if we're going to go right. running back, then I'm, I'm really, really big on uh, ETN this year. Okay, I I would would go with ETN here if we want to go running back, but I still feel like D, DJ Moore is still a better pick than Travis ETN. To me, still a much safe a safer floor. Just looking at his body of work the past three seasons, he's someone that I just feel far more comfortable with, and I feel like I'm exposing myself to a little bit more risk with an ETN pick here. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I've got there are two spots apart in my rankings. I've got Travis Etienne at, at 28. I've got DJ Moore at 30. So it's, I mean, there's not much of a difference there. I do like the risk talk here, right? We've seen mm-hmm. DJ Moore with bad quarterback play. Baker Mayfield, I'd like to think, is a little bit of an, of an upgrade. So you you think his floor is wide receiver 15, right? Travis Etienne, we hope he turns into something, but there is some concern coming off the injury. Or do you want to take that risk up? So I, I'm good with either one, DJ Moore or Travis Etienne. What do you think, Will? Yeah, DJ Moore is a good option right there. Like you said, I mean, he has produced with back quarterbacks in the past. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield is going to be a little upgrade um, compared to what he had in the past. So if we're going to go, uh, you know, um, why we I also like uh, Jalen Waddle right behind him as well out there in, in Miami and uh, accurate to uh, throwing it to him. So yeah, we could go. Uh, we could go either way, man. Um, the the DJ Moore pick is is, is a good pick, but then also uh, the ETN or, or Waddle would do it for me. All right, so let's let's imagine it like this: What if we can get DJ Moore now, ETN at our next pick? Because I I feel like it's very doable for us to land ETN at five oh seven. And we just we go even deeper on quarterback. We could. Yeah, I like the it. receivers. Yeah, I like the receivers in the sixth round, though. So that that'd be the only worry. Once you get outside the sixth mm-hmm. round, there's a pretty significant teardrop in wide receivers in the from the sixth to the seventh round. True, but this run that we just had on receivers, you do not typically see that very early. No. From thirty-eight to four-five, we saw was at three seven eight. That's, yeah, that's a pretty early run. I'm gonna have to DM Pat Fitzmorris. I know I just potted with him uh, on Tuesday night, and he's got four wide receivers in the first in, in the first four rounds. Like Pat, what are you doing, man? <laughs> the computer version of him. <laughs> All right. Wow. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say DJ Moore. To me, it's to me he's still the safest floor. I like Waddle too. Still dealing with more target competition than DJ Moore. Uh, Etn. It, it sounds like it's getting closer to a split, but to me the risk is more just related to like his general experience. Like he hasn't played a you know a snap in the NFL. Still coming off an injury, and I still feel like I like what was what we have with running back. So executive decision going with DJ Moore. We'll play it from there if we want. Fingers you know, crossed. Come on, Derek Carr, drop to us. I don't know if I saw a quarterback go. Yeah, Derek Carr's there. So Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, uh, Zeke was, or I'm sorry, Mike Williams, then Zeke was the very next pick. Again, another huge run of receivers here. So I actually feel a lot better about that now that all these receivers went off the board and we took DJ Moore because I would have wanted like one of these guys in the next two rounds. So uh, Cortland Sutton, Jalen Waddell, Robinson, James Conner, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Thomas. And now we are back up. Will, it is your time to propose somebody. The quarterbacks on the board are Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, running backs, ETNs available, Brees Hall, David Montgomery, Cam Akers. Uh, wide receivers, we have Marquise Brown, Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney, excuse me, Rashad Bateman, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jerry Judy. And tight ends, we've got Kittle, Waller, Dalton Schultz, and Dallas Goder and TJ Hawkinson. What do yeah, you I'm think? Gonna have to stay my, I'm gonna have to stay, I'm gonna have to stay with my original pick man I, I like uh i like Derek carr at this position right now but then also we go ahead and take a look at um at um hollywood brown but uh Derek carr is going to be my pick for this uh for this round i yeah i agree with it what do you think brad i'd smash it all day long right here yep all right we're all high on Derek carr going to be playing with a lot of uh very familiar playmakers has tons of chemistry with all of his pass catchers should be a good year for him for the raiders all right, after Derek Carr, we had Drake London, Travis Etienne, Cam Akers, Chris Godwin, Brees Hall, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Darren Waller, and David Montgomery. We are at 6.06 at the seventh position, but we are going to hit a quick word from our sponsors, and once we uh, go through these, uh, we'll be right back for the 6.06 pick. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, all you have to do is check out WinBet. They have their reduced juice in baseball games, and it makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB to five touchdown prop bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 and older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. And look, we all love betting on football games, on college football games, and we're running around from sportsbook to sportsbook to find the best deal possible, the best rates possible. But let me tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds of all your major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to make sure you get the best deal out there. This app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather, and also a bet tracker so that you as the better can keep records of all of your games and your betting activity. So make sure to go to oddstrader.com bluewire. Again, that's oddstrader.com bluewire. 
Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Way to learn a new language, whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time. Babbel teaches bite-sized language les lessons that you'll actually use in the wor real world. So right now, if you sign up with Babbel, you can save up to 60% off your subscription. Uh, go over to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your first uh, subscription. Babbel, it's a language for life. Elias, listen, time of the year, um, we're sticking, sticking true to the name, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's almost that time of the um, season. I love this time of year. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau. The official stats of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL, their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head -head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app is really your one-stop shop for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends and family members. Perfect for the preseason, you get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team preview so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Listen, I need an edge as I like to, to, to gamble every city and state that I'm in, so I rely on Elias to come through for me, and um, I'm going to be relying on them again. Take my advice. Download the Alliance game uh, plan today. With the new features available all the time, taking game to the next level, NFL season is around the corner, so don't wait. Find Alliance game plan in your app store or play store today and make sure you're running your pool run your pool is the home of competition bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete connect and make every game matter more run your pool offers every game type under the sun from pick em to survivor to fantasy pools is one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else we're teamed up with ryp to host a, a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. 500 cash plus 250 gift certificate to sign SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. All right, awesome, and we're back. We're talking how to draft from the seventh position. Just a quick review on our team. We started off 107 with Justin Jefferson, came back around with Russell Wilson. In the third round, we took Javante Williams. In the fourth, we shored up our wide receivers with DJ Moore and then got our second quarterback in a super flex format at 507 with Derek Carr. Uh, guys, taking a quick look at the board here, uh, anything that you can see that you would have preferred to do differently? Any, any draft regret so far? based off of the picks that you saw at either before or after our, our selections? Not for me. I, I, I love all five of these picks right now. Everything's kind of worked in our favor uh, up to this point. So so for me, I'm I'm 100% satisfied. I might, I might have switched the, uh, the DJ Moore pick with uh, either uh, either Waddle or, or Sutton. Look at it right now. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, and get that stack, you know, that, that, that true, true stack with the quarterback, running back, and wide down, receiver. But um, at the same time, I think that on the DJ Moore um, 
pick is going to be good. He, I'm looking for him to have a, a great year with Baker Mayfield and in, in, in that offense. They got to do something, man. Um, they got to do something out there in Carolina this year, a little bit different. But that Derek Carr pick, I think that uh, it, it worked in our favor, not not taking him in the fourth round, and then he fell to us on, on in the fifth. So looking looking good right now. So should we add Jerry Judy to the wish list then? Because he's not far off of this ADP for 606. If you want the stacks on stacks on stacks approach here for the Denver Broncos, we can do it. We Let's can do, do it. it. Let's do so it. I got, actually got yeah, I actually got a Jerry Judy over Sutton. Um, and again, I mean, okay. I just think that he was uh somebody that that was pretty much, you know, you had uh Drew Locke and uh, and Terry Bridgewater throwing him the last couple of years. So I think he's gonna have a much better uh year than Sutton this year. All right, well, let's go through the names, make sure that we're good with it. Uh, quarterback, I think we're pretty settled here. The guys that are available, Tua, Fields, Lawrence, we already got our two guys. I think we're good to go there. At running back, we've got J.K. Dobbins, Elijah Mitchell, Josh Jacobs, Chase Edmonds, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Eh, those top three options could be doable, but I, I don't like much beyond that. Marquise Brown, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, Amon Ra, Jerry, Judy, and then Juju Smith-Schuster. Brad, how do you feel about this option here for Jerry Judy and getting the stacks on stacks on stacks approach in the sixth round? Yeah, the way the draft's been going, you're worried, right? You've got a lot of those teams that are looking at one wide receiver after us, so there's a good chance Jerry Judy doesn't make it back around. Mm -hmm. My biggest issue is kind of what you pointed to, and Fantasy Pros has it lined up pretty good here, that running back position after Elijah Mitchell, J.K. Dobbs, and Josh Jacobs, you get into a lot of what I'll refer to as shit a bunch of crap Poopy. at the running back position and for us right now we got one guy in javonta williams so i i'd be leaning at, at at the probably jk dobbins i think the upside is a little bit higher for him than the other mm -hmm. two uh but i think we need to probably think about that running back position unless we're just gonna play you know if you want to call it hero rb i don't know if javonta williams could be the hero of this team necessarily but that'd be the strategy we'd be looking at if if we don't take a running back here. Yeah, so you I'm, know what? I'm, I'm gonna have to go ahead. Go ahead, Will. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with I'm gonna have to agree with him. Um so I, I I like that. Yeah, we definitely gotta take a look at that uh that that running back um position and, and JK Dobbins would be my pick in this situation. Just with that, I was about to say, well, I'd go Elijah Mitchell over J.K. Dobbins, but I like getting more touches at, at running back. Brad knows I'm really high on Elijah. Um, you know, one of the guys I feel like could break into like the the top six or seven. You know, if he can play out a full season, uh, da, 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 Dobbins or Jerry. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Dobbins is probably still a safer pick. Um, I'm not going to click on like news or anything to get his updates. We're just going through this here. Um, if it was me, I'm by myself. I would do J, J.K. Uh, or I'm sorry, I would do Elijah, but I can get down with some JK because I feel like we might be able to get Jerry on the way back, to be honest. There he went. Did Jerry he? Judy went. Son of a. Not that far off either. Josh Jacobs was the very next pick, so interesting to see how that would have played out. Uh, so after us, it went, yeah, Josh Jacobs, George Kittle, Jerry Judy, Justin Fields, Rashad Bateman, Marquise Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Edmonds, Amari Cooper, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Adam Thielen. Feels like that's a little early. And then Gabriel Davis. So we are next up here. We've got two running backs. We've got two wide receivers. And we've got two quarterbacks. Taking a look at tight end. Just filling out the roster. We've got Dalton Schultz, Dallas Godert, TJ Hawkinson, Zach Ertz. Uh, let's take a look at the flex positions. We've got Darnell Mooney, Elijah Mitchell, Hunter Renfro, Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell still available. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, 
At quarterback, we've got Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Jameis Winston, or Matt Ryan. In this position, it's my turn, turn, turn to nominate. Excuse me. I like Winston, I like Mitchell, and I like Darnell Mooney. I would prefer to hold off on tight end, but if you guys have an argument to sway me, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I'm punting tight end. Uh, Justin, you probably already know because you've seen a couple mocks that I've done while you and uh, Dave have been on. I'm a I'm a Cole Komet guy, uh, so I'm waiting to get Cole Komet until maybe the ninth round. I'll take him around ahead of where people are taking him just because I believe that much in him. So I'm good punting the tight end position. Uh, for me, again, I'm looking at that Elijah Mitchell pick now. We get that nice, solid third running back here, uh, I, and I think there's – an that next tier of wide receivers pretty close to me. Um, I'm a, I'm pretty high on Devonta Smith, so I, I think you can mm-hmm. probably get him in a round or two as well and be looking really at kind of the same production. So I'm leaning Elijah Mitchell here. What do you think, Will? Same thing, man. I mean, uh, this uh, definitely fell uh, – it's like a win-win situation. We were able to pick up uh, J.K. Dobbins, and we skipped on Elijah Mitchell, but he fell to us right here on the seventh round. So, you know, you got to take him, especially at a flex spot. It's a great uh, great pick, and, and there's going to be some other wide receivers there at um, leaning towards. I don't like the Mooney pick at the at the wide receiver pick right now. I actually don't like any uh, Chicago Bears players um, right now at this, uh, at this juncture. So Dude. we could definitely Dude. wait. Um, we could de- – <laughs> we could definitely we could definitely wait on uh, some of those players later so yeah elijah mitchell i know you were high on him um just a few minutes ago so the fact that we could get both jk dobbins and elijah mitchell it's a win-win for us man sounds good smashing the draft button on elijah mitchell i think if i had drafted rb heavy right there i would have definitely made a very strong argument for uh darnell mooney um biggest critique on mooney just the efficiency is really just bad quarterback play any wide receiver, just take the name off the back. You don't know who they play for. If you give them the same numbers from last year, even with the poor efficiency, you're going to draft those numbers You know, every time in the seventh round. 140 targets, 80 catches, over 1,000 receiving yards. Obviously, the touchdowns aren't there, but I think that, I think that the Bears can improve his value this year with just a, a slightly better, more efficient offense. All right, so after Elijah Mitchell, we had Ken Walker, Darnell Mooney, a pick, uh, or two picks later, Damian Pierce, Trev Lawrence, Tua, uh, Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell, Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, and then Baker Mayfield at 8.05. We are now at 8.06. Brad, you're up for a nomination here. See quarterbacks who have available. Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Dan Jones, Mac Jones, uh, Carson Wentz, Jared Gopher. Uh, Running back, we've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, CEH, Kareem Hunt, Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders, Dame Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Stevenson, excuse me, Rashad Penny, Cordell Patterson, wide receiver, Renfro, Devonta Smith, your guy, Alan Lazard, my guy, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, DeAndre Hopkins, tight end, still don't have one yet, still a lot available, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, Zach Ertz, and Pat Fryermuth. Who are you thinking, Brad? Yeah, so we could go a couple different ways. Uh, did we end up? No, we didn't take Dak. We took Derek Carson. So never mind. Uh, so yeah. I would, if we're looking at running back here, I'm my guy in that group is Kareem Hunt. Uh, I just think he's got the solidified workload. To me, he's at the top of that tier right now. Uh, yeah, everybody hopes that Tony Pollard gets slot work and takes over for Zeke. I just don't see it. Ramondre Stevenson, the hype is real, but I think you could wait for. So if we're looking for a running back, I'm going uh, Kareem Hunt there. But that's not mm-hmm. personally where I want to go. To me, Hunter Renfro's the highest in my rankings right now. 
to pair mm-hmm. him with Derek Carr would probably be pretty nice. I just love Devonta Smith. So if I were picking, I'd pick Devonta Smith, even though it's against my rankings. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to lean Hunter Renfro just because we've got a Raiders hat up above me here on the screen. Uh, and that's probably a, a solid pick with the pick of Derek Carr that we had earlier on. I'm good with it. He would be the highest guy that I have right now. What do you think, Will? Listen, man, if we're staying on brand, stacks on stacks on stacks, we got to go with Hunter Renfro. Um, not a big uh, Devontae uh, Smith fan. I mean, you know, because you got to look at the quarterback. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, not all in on, uh, on Hurts, man. So, you know, I, Smith is a great, great wide receiver, but I just don't think that he's going to be able to, you know, perform the way that he should because of the, the quarterback that's throwing him the ball. So Hunter Renfro, again, somebody that's proven that's done his thing. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we even had uh, the safety out there for the L.A. Uh, Chargers um, pretty much big him up and say he was one of the, the hardest covers out there yeah. in the league. And, and they were like, hey, are you sure you're talking about Hunter Renfro, um, the, 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 the <laughs> wide receiver for the Raiders? <laughs> you know, they just they just had to verify, you know, it's just verifying. Confirm, you know, um, I don't know if there was like oh, another awesome. wide receiver with the same name. But, yeah, Hunter Renfro gets the job done. And I mean, again, um, not only in the league, but then if you look at him um, playing back at Clemson. So, again, uh, Derek Carr throwing the, the ball there. So we could just go ahead and just uh multiply those points with the passes and the catches there so i like the hunter renfro pick Devontae right. smith a good player just the jalen hurts is not a good quarterback yep yeah in this spot the running backs do not equal the uh, the receiver value adp wise whatsoever so renfro smith or lazard would be the best options i'm good with renfro i've been in on it since there was sunlight on him all about it uh, let's see Lazard went right after him, then DeAndre Hopkins, Devonta Smith, so we got right on top of it. Miles Sanders, Matt Ryan, Jameis. I think Jameis would have been an okay pick there, showing up a, a really strong third quarterback, but I think we can make up for it. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Tony Pollard, Kadarius, Tony, Traylon Burks, Tyler Lockett, and Ramondre Stevenson. So before we go on, I, I do want to ask you guys about stacks, because we've, we've made it a definite theme here in our first mock. So we've got uh, Russell Wilson, Javante, uh, no third receiver with that, but then we have Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro. Now, is this something that you guys would normally do with your drafts? Like, are you looking to build that stack? I mean, I know with like most leagues with like six point passing touchdown that that's included, more people start to target it. But would you even target it with four point passing touchdown, or is that something that you kind of fade in that format? And again, is this something that you're just like looking to do in a draft, or is it just something just like? Eh, this is a little bit more upside to make this pick uh, with this player right here because I already have some attachment to that team. Yeah, I think the four point doesn't bother me as much. The only thing Mm -hmm. with four point versus six is it the only time I'm looking or actively trying to do it is an elite stack, right? So if I can get Kirk Cousins late to pair with Justin Jefferson, or if I can get mm-hmm. Devonte Adams in the third and then take Derek Carr later on, I want that elite stack in a four, mm-hmm. in a four point passing touchdown in a six point. I still want it to be elite. I definitely don't want to do a, you know, I'm not going to go draft KJ Osborne to go with Kirk cousins type of deal. Right. I don't want that low sure. volume, you know, high upside type of stack. And just cause mm-hmm. you, you have to set your lineup every week. Right. And the likelihood that that stack is going to benefit you, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to miss out on it. So I, I definitely don't want it if it's not a higher end stack. 
So you base it more so on like on your ADP, like, you know, if I can get Cousins late, like Cousins, I would say is a good ADP pick at the quarterback position that you're, you can hold off on quarterback because you already had Jefferson. Yep. Gotcha. How about you, Will? Yeah, the stack is important. So um, uh, just like he said, I would definitely, you know, take a look at uh, at Kirk Cousins if he's available there later. And again, you got to mm-hmm. look at uh, what they're going to be doing out there in, uh, in, in Minnesota. So it would be one of those uh, situations where, Again, I think they're going to be putting up a lot of points out there, but yeah, definitely like a like to stack my players as often as I can. Again, don't go that deep, and you know I'm not looking at Osborne uh, to to put on the um on the team, but definitely like the top top tier players there um for 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 the team, but not going not 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 going too too deep because again you have to set up your your lineup every single week, and then may work one or two weeks tops, but it's not going to work out for the rest of the season. All right, fair enough. All right, so let's get back to the board here. Uh, last picks that went up, Tannehill, Pollard, Tony, Traylon Burks, Tyler Lockett, or Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Will, you are up to nominate at quarterback. We've got Dan Jones, Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, Jared Gopher, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills. At running back, we've got CEH, Kareem Hunt, Dame Harris, Rashad Penny, Kaderil per- uh, Patterson, Devin Singletary. At receiver, uh, Rob Woods. Uh, Chase Claypool, Chris Olave, Tyler Boyd, Garrett Wilson at tight end. Still don't have one yet. Dalton Schultz, Dallas Godert, TJ Hawkinson, and Zach Ertz. What do you think, Will? Man, um, so tough, spot. A, tough spot. Yeah, we don't have a tight end right now, and I would I would take a look at Zach Ertz, man. I mean, you got to look at what's going on out there in Arizona. Uh, D-Hop is out for the first six games, so you're going to mm-hmm. pretty much have to rely on Hollywood Brown. AJ Green, you know he's still he's still kicking um out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm holding steady out there in Arizona, but I think that Zach Ertz, you know, cut coming in in his first full year with Arizona is going to do some things with Kyler Murray, especially in the first six games with D Hop not being being out there. So I would like uh, mm-hmm. I would lean towards a Zach Ertz in this position. I think Zach Ertz is going to be available at ten ten seven. I'm I'm pretty confident in that, only because we have Schultz, Goddard, and Hawkinson still available ahead of him and i feel like those names are attractive enough to the point where three teams already have tight go, ends after us right so yeah so yeah three yeah three yeah three teams as well so eliminate six picks of the next one two three four five six half of the remaining picks i would feel pretty safe on and even with that remaining six we have three pretty significant names ahead of them w- would you agree uh brad yeah, I'm good with waiting here. I do agree Zach Ertz is probably – I would have Zach Ertz underneath Dalton Schultz personally, uh, and then uh-huh. I actually have Cole Komet at seven. Uh, so uh, I, I, I'm okay waiting because it's kind of a similar tier, and I think Zach Ertz will be there, and he provides a huge amount of upside, right, if you think yeah, about I'm, his time in, in Philly. so I'm all but certain he's going to be there at 10-7, so I say we, we take him at 10-7. Will, do you want to throw another name out there at running back or wide receiver? Yeah, Chris Olave, man. Um, I think Chris Olave is going to be, you know, uh, Michael Thomas is already taken, but uh, we got a Jameis uh, uh, Snow Crab Legs uh, Winston at the quarterback position, and you know that he's able to throw okay. it around the field. Um, so I, I like the uh, the Chris Olave pick. I think he's actually going to finish as the um, as a top wide receiver out there in New Orleans, and we saw what he's able to do. Spread the field out there in college at, at Ohio State. So I, I like the Chris Olave pick right here if we, if we are going to go uh, wide receiver. I'll take a stab with Alave here. Uh, what do you think, Brad? 
Yep, I like it. He's definitely the best out of that option. The only side conversation I would think about having here would be the Sky Moore pick with it, right? Similar situation. You're in with a you know, a, a quarterback and a questionable wide receiver room. You know, you're hoping Michael Thomas mm-hmm. is back. You're hoping Juju Smith-Schuster something. Um, so that he'd be the only other one that I would consider, but I still have Alave, you know, up above him right now. So I, I do too, p- pretty handedly. And I still think, well, I, I think we might be able to get Sky Moore in 1106, but we'll, we'll see yeah, what happens here. So we got, we're going to take Alave off the board now. Most likely going to come back around and get Zach Ertz. Let's see what happens here. Not a single tight end came. Did Sky Moore go off the board? Yeah. Sky Moore did go off the board. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Getting yeah. high on Sky Moore. So Carson Wentz, Dan Jones, Sky Moore, Tyler Boyd, George Pickens, CEH, Robert Woods, Kareem Hunt, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, Melvin Gordon. Not a single tight end went. Are we going to play tight end chicken again? I don't know. I would. I mean, you got, so what's the rest of the board look like? So we see Kittle and that 105 spot. Who's in the 101 through 104? Any tight ends get taken there? So we got three. Yeah, I would I would play chicken one more time. But I would play chicken because, like I said, I'm okay taking Cole Komet, right? So, <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't matter to me if Zach Hurts gets taken or any of those other guys. Because Gosh, he, I got to I gotta believe s- he's going to make it around again. But yeah. I also said that about Sky Moore, so I'm a little nervous. Um, other options here that we have. So we have, uh, filling out potentially our third quarterback, Mac Jones, Jared Goff, uh, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Marcus Mariota, uh, Dame Harris, Rashad Penny, Cordero Patterson, Dev Singletary, James Cook, Michael Carter. Do we have any handcuff options? I don't think so. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Chase Claypool, Garrett Wilson, Jacoby Myers, Russ Gage, Rondell Moore, Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry. We're pulling somebody up the board here. Well, well, Jason Harris um, seems like that, uh, that Garris, um that, that Wilson pick, um, if you go to the wide receiver, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at memes. Memes, he 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 wants out. He wants out of uh, the the New York organization uh, for the Jets. So I just think that opens up mm-hmm. more for 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 Garrett Wilson. So I would like that pick right now. I know we we got some uh, some good receivers on hand. I mean, if you guys want to take a chance on 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 going, you know, not skipping a, a tight end right now. I'm not a big fan of uh, Cole Kamel. Again, I'm staying away from all Chicago Bears. Uh, players just because it's just not a good situation there. I mean, those guys are definitely going to end up in a, in a top top five and not five um, picking situation in next year's draft. So, um, I, but you know, we, we could pl- we could play that game again. We could go ahead and play that game again if we if you guys feel confident that uh, that Zach Ertz is definitely a uh, fall to us in the eleventh round. Well, that tight end position, there's four, there's three teams without a tight end at this, at this point, there's really four mm-hmm. in that tier. There's Hawkinson, there's Schultz, there's Ertz, and there was uh, Goddard. So there's still four mm-hmm. tight ends, probably ahead of Komet, right? And, and we would really expect only three of them to be taken. So there'd still be somebody in that group if we like them higher um, I, I would definitely hold off on the tight end again. I'd play that chicken game as long as we can. Um, I don't, I just don't know about Garrett Wilson just because of the situation there. Uh, I believe Elijah Moore is a monster and is the best wide receiver on that team. Um, 
Zach Wilson getting hurt doesn't help him build chemistry with with Garrett Wilson right now. So I, I just don't – it's going to be some time. And for me, mm-hmm. in the 10th round, I still need somebody to kind of fill in my lineup and to wait through four weeks for Garrett Wilson to kind of be ready for that with Zach coming back. You know, we're hoping by like week two is what it sounds like. Uh, I just don't know that I'd be willing to take him. But another rookie that I really like here is this is probably a little high is probably James Cook. I, I'm really coming around to James Cook like a whole lot right now. Um, and we're still looking at only three running backs right now. We're in the 10th round. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to run out of guys who are going to get some amount of work. Um, that we we know so I, I think we look at some of these guys that you know we know is going to get a little bit of work and and attack the running back position right now so for running backs available because I agree I, I feel like we should go running back or quarterback here running back you're looking at Dame Harris Rashad Penny Cordero Patterson Devin Singletary James Cook Michael Carter all of these guys are working in dual backfields right they're like they're all going to be splitting work Harris with Stevenson, Penny with Walker, Patterson with, well, anybody else. Um, Maybe Patterson is the pick if he has the most uneven split. Uh, Devin Singletary with James Cook, Michael Carter with Brees Hall, Um, Darrell Hendy after him, he's splitting with Akers, Gainwell splitting with Robinson, James Robinson splitting with ETN. All these are split situations here. Who do we think is the, the richest of the split situations? What do you think, Will? Man, I like Rashad Penny and uh, and James Cook. I just think that they're gonna have no choice but to run the ball out there in Seattle. Um, you don't have a you don't have good uh, good good choice at the quarterback position unless they get some they trade somebody or pick somebody up. So I, I like uh, either Rashad Penny or or James Cook. But James Cook seems to be doing his thing out there in Buffalo, and I think that uh, it's only a matter of time where he that uh, he does become the starter out there. We got two for James Cook. Make it three for James Cook. Let's roll. All right, we're moving on. <clears throat> Yeah, just to, while we're looking at teams coming off, right? If you think about what Buffalo did in the offseason, they went and actively and hard tried to go get J.D. McKissick. They wanted a pass-catching running back that they lost out on. So then they went to the draft and got James Cook. So, you like, he is in the game plan. This isn't like, a, okay, well, does the guy get work or not? They are actively showing you and telling people, we are going to pass the ball to the running back position. So I just I think that's a smash right there. Yeah, I think it's well, a really good pick at, at the ADP. We're just beyond the halfway point of the draft. And the guys that are going in that same area, he has, you know, he's gonna be playing on one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, when you're looking at just split opportunities, I mean, you just go with a split opportunity that's gonna have a high uh, potential return. Um, we had just one tight end taken after him. So we went Dame Harris, Patterson, Garrett Wilson, Julio Jones, Dalton Schultz. James Robinson, Marcus Mariota, Rondell Moore, Jacoby Myers, Chase Claypool, Devin Singletary, and Devontae Parker. On the board, we've got Goddard, Hawkinson, Ertz. I'm good with any of those three. You guys want to fill it out? Yep, I think so. I Ertz. think now's the time, right? We'll pull the trigger on Ertz. We've well, been we, talking about him for, what, two rounds now? So, yep. yep. We, we did it the right way, too. I mean, we, and this is just a really good example for you viewers and listeners at home. Like, you don't have to reach for that guy. I mean, it may feel like the right time to do it, but you have to read the rest of your board and just kind of react with the flow of the draft. It said we reached for him. said 95% would have been, been available next round. Go away, fantasy pros, you big jerk. Jeez. <laughs> you big ADP bully. 
My goodness. All right. After Zach Ertz, we went Rashad Penny, Mac Jones, Brian Robinson, Russ Gage, TJ Hawkinson, just one tight end uh, selected, Naeem Hines, Josh Palmer, Michael Carter, J.D. McKissick, who you just referenced, and Mitch Trubisky. Before we go any farther, we're going to hit a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back after this. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money that you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Uh, on your mobile phone, <clears throat> join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and they'll match your uh, first deposit up to 100 bucks. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And look, I love coffee and I love supporting small businesses in small towns. So look at Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These aren't your big wig coffee producers. These are independent businesses from both big cities and your small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. So whether or not your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know it when coffee tastes really delicious trades real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so that they know exactly what they should recommend to you so right now get on your phone get on your computer and trade is now offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com sgp again that's drinktrade.com sgp that's more than 40 free cups of coffee. So get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee you'll love. Again, that's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. All right, we're back. Let's review our roster really quick. So we've got our starting quarterback, Russ Wilson, Javante Williams, J.K. Dobbins. At receiver, we're looking at Jefferson and D.J. Moore. Tight end, we've got Zach Ertz. In our flex, we've got Elijah Mitchell, Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr. And then we've got Alave and Cook on our bench. So one running back and one receiver on our bench. All right, so we're back on the board here. We're at 12.06. Let's look at the potential picks that we have available here. <clears throat> at quarterback, we've got Jared Goff, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, Deshaun Watson. At running back, Darrell Henderson Jr., Kenneth Gainwell, Alexander Madison, Jamal Williams, uh, Khalil Herbert. At receiver, we've got Landry, Gallup, D uh, DJ Shark Jr., uh, Jayon Dotson, Kenny Galladay, and at tight end, Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, Cole Komet, Dawson Knox. Um, Brad, we'll have you nominate one. I kind of lost where we're at here, but we'll just uh, start back from the top. Who do you want to nominate? <sighs> All right, so we've got our little predicament that we've put ourselves in here, playing the ADP game and taking those values that drop, and that's the quarterback position. Our third quarterback position is not quite addressed yet. So now, me as a Cleveland Browns fan, I'm looking like, man, the 12th round for Deshaun Watson's kind of nice. I got, I'm going to get four or five games out of a guy who we've seen produce top five. 
I just don't know that I can pull the trigger there because of my bye week situation with my quarterbacks. We just mm -hmm. can't do it. We're losing our quarterbacks both before Deshaun Watson comes back. So he's really not adding that much value for us. So we really need to make sure if we pick a quarterback, it's a guy that fills in on that week six or week nine bye for us. Um, right. So do we have that? The guy I'm looking at is Davis Mills. But we can't do that because he's got a bye week six. Okay, well, now Jared Goff, bye week six. Now we're really mm -hmm. up kind of what I'll say is shit creek because I don't have a better term right Poop now. River. So I'm probably punting the quarterback position right now because the guys okay. that are available aren't going to help me on my bye weeks right now. So I'm going to I'm I'm passing the quarterback position. So now I'm looking about, OK, what value is out there? And it's got to be the running back position, I think, is where we look at, again, when you're looking at guys that like to carry the ball, like to get mm -hmm. some receptions. We saw some touchdown upside. So Kenny Gainwell is the running back I would be looking at right now. But then you think, <coughs> oh, what about those wide receivers? There's some vets on there. You hear about Jarvis Landry lighting up training camp and looking like himself. So I'm torn here. I'd be looking at Jarvis Landry or Kenny Gainwell. Uh, I would push more towards Gainwell because we already have Alave. What do you think, Will? Ah, that's right. I would have to go um, uh, quarterback here, man. I like the Davis Mills pick over here. Um, he's going to be that guy for for Houston. Um, we saw what he was able to do. Uh, there's not a lot of expectations for those uh, for that team, so I think he's going to be able to get the ball to his uh, playmakers out there. So I like the Davis Mills pick right here at the uh, 12th spot. Well, the Davis Mills pick is tough. Well, most of these quarterback picks are tough because – three out of the top four options have bye weeks during our quarterback's bye weeks. So even if we grab Mills, we can't even use them, you know, when Carr has to sit. You know, we wouldn't be able to even use them until like week nine, really. So that's a tough pick for me. Just going with the quarterback position all in all, I feel like our team, the way it's breaking down right now, we need to be looking at Zach Wilson potentially in the 13th or 14th round, and we should be looking at running back or receiver here um, I'm also high on Gainwell. I, I would put Gainwell into this mix as well. Uh, I also like DJ Shark in this mix. Uh, I think that he's being underrated and undervalued this season. Um, tight end, I also feel like just kind of shoring up like two really good tight ends isn't the worst approach here. Um, let me see if they have the same buys or not. They do not. Like, is Ertz like a for sure thing? I'm pretty high on Dallas Goddard. I'd be willing to double down there and just have like two really good tight ends. Um, but I guess I'm feeling Gainwell the most, though, just to get another running back rostered um, because we're going to be taking our shots with running backs. Like if we look at the board here, J.D. McKissick split, Michael Carter split, Hines split field, uh, Brian Robinson, same. Like we're just in this like really mucky territory of running back volume, right? So it feels like everybody here, you're exposing yourself to some level of risk. So I just kind of feel like if we go back to that well, you know, we increase the the opportunity to hit on one of these guys, whether it's Cook, whether it's Gainwell. And my prediction is is that we're going to still draft more running backs. So um, I'll I'll lean in with Gainwell. Can you uh, can you give us a third nod or no, Will? Well, so I, I do want to kind of help Will's opinion here now because he's talked a lot about Jalen Hurts earlier on. So if we're looking at Kenny Gainwell now, does it make sense to wait and take maybe a Rashad White a little bit later? It's very similar, I think, skill sets from what we're going to see on the team. Is RB2, guy that's going to catch passes. He's on a better offense, quite possibly, with Tom Brady. So does it make mm -hmm. sense to pass on Kenny Gainwell and take Rashad White later on? Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, is, that makes is, a lot of sense. 
with with that, I'm good with passing on him and taking a lot of these guys after him because um, I feel like we could still take Gainwell and still get some of these other names uh, like a Rashad White, like a Zamir White, uh, Darrell Williams. Um, you got, I'm not going to put you guys into the into the Rojo boat, but Jarek McKinnon, uh, <laughs> Sony Michelle, even like there there's some later guys that I like that may not be as high profile to say like Gainwell or even Rashad White. Yeah, I, I like it then. I think if you're going to go ahead, uh, you know, Gainwell is going to be a, a good pick. But Zamir White, man, that guy, um, I think he's going to probably be the starter out there in in, um, in Las Vegas sooner than later, man, looking at a, probably like week four or five. He's been doing his thing in the preseason, mm-hmm. very impressed by him. So, yeah, I think we can go ahead and pick up another good guy after after him. So if you want to go ahead and go ahead with that, uh, that Gainwell pick again, Staying away from uh for, from Jalen Hurts, but I think it's gonna be you know a good uh, a good play out there. And at the twelfth round, I think it's a it's a, it's a great value. So so why don't we just fade running back altogether? Why don't we just go with like a shark, or we could even move up Kenny Galladay. Nico Collins. Po- Nico Collins. Hey, I'm a Nico Collins guy. It just feels it feels kind of early. No. It feels kind of early for Nico Collins. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know Nico about Collins will be available. Yeah, no, I'm just. Yeah, I know you love. Uh, I don't him, know though, about Justin. Kenny Galladay. I don't, I, do. I don't know about Kenny Galladay, man. Listen, that that guy. He's uh, yeah. I, that's that's it's, it's brutal. It's brutal out there, man. So you know, even as a diehard New York Giants football uh, fan. It's tough. So, tough spot. yeah, but I, I like DJ Shark. I mean, uh, you know, in, the, in Detroit, proven player. Um, golf is going to get him the ball. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good pick. Brad likes DJ Shark. What do we think about Shark? I do, I do like DJ Shark. Um, I start to wonder if we're settling instead of taking the quarterback that we really should at this point now. Right. We're, we're talking it? ourselves into Wilson? all these super low tier players instead of taking our third quarterback. That's going to help us at least one week. But they're I, so to sh- me, they're head and shoulders above the production of some of these other guys that we'd be getting. So do you want to take Zach Wilson? I'm fine with that, too. But I just feel like Zach Wilson also will be available our next pick. You think? Oh, I, I don't know. I do. That's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, let's take let's take Shark then. Be- because even if we even if we don't get Wilson, like I mean, realistic. Well, I guess Brissett wouldn't actually work out, but we could still attack quarterback in, in some fashion. Like we could actually probably still draft Watson and then take a flyer on somebody. You know, well, whether it's Wilson uh, might be the pick, right? Because Wilson, we expect to be back by like week two. We don't need a bye week quarterback until week six. Right. So maybe that exactly yeah, yeah. that might help. I don't know. I might take him now. <laughs> you want, I mean, we can take them yeah. now and just you know get whatever falls to us. We still have thirteen through eighteen left. We we have plenty of value to make up. Is there somebody that y'all like right now? Like it yeah, just I sounds like, like we're talking ourselves into people that we're not really fond of. <laughs> yeah, if we were at a live draft, there we'd be getting stares from the room for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. The board is over here. <laughs> Come make a pick. Side note, Ty Montgomery just got carted off the field. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, I need the Cowboys to get it together. Not at all. So, yeah, I'm sticking with my own with with DJ Shark. I think DJ Shark pick is a a good pick right here at uh, at number 12 spot. We're going Shark. We may screw ourselves on quarterback, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Dallas Goddard. Nico Collins went. (laughs) Rashad White went. 
Rex landed back no, to us. No quarterbacks off the board in that turn. So after GJ Shark, Dallas Goddard, Alexander Madison, Jarvis Landry, Jayon Dotson, Jalen Tolbert, Rashad White. Ouch, that one hurt. Nico Collins, Wandell Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Christian Watson, Michael Gallup, and Khalil Herbert. It's back to us. The computer says to pick Jared Gopher. Uh, those running backs are all still there. Henderson, Gainwell, Jamal Williams, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert. Receivers, we've got Roby Anderson, Corey Davis. Wow, did they – that was a big dive of receivers. My goodness. Yeah, I'm pretty glad we got DJ Shark right now. Like, I'm very happy about it because this pool <laughs> is sad. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Hoop River, as Brad referred to it earlier. That's uh, right. Tight end, Fryermuth, Cole Clement, Dawson Knox, Hunter Henry. Feels like we're going QB here. What do, what do you think, Will? Yeah, I like Zach Wilson, man. I like Zach Wilson in this spot and also uh, Davis Mills, but I think Zach Wilson, he has more weapons than Davis Mm -hmm. Mills has, so uh, Zach Wilson is there for the taking. And um, the 13th round, I'll definitely like this as a a great value pick right here. All right, we're good with it, Brad. We can smash it? Yeah, I think it's a smash there. All right, Zach Wilson, good stuff. Letting him fall in our laps. All right, so let's see here. Get out of my way, thing. Get out of my way. Uh, after Isaiah Zach Wilson, Pacheco. <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco went after Rojo. That's interesting. Oh, that hasn't oh been the case recently. So Rojo, Isaiah McKenzie, Sony Michelle, Kenny Gainwell, Darrell Henderson, Roby Anderson, Jared Goff, Isaiah Pacheco, Darrell Williams. Ouch! That's a snipe on a Darrell Williams. I would have been all over that. I would have been all over that Darrell Williams it, pick. Have you seen? There's talk of him getting cut right now. Darrell Williams. What is with yes. all these? Uh, End of the freaking draft running they, backs getting they're cut. They're saying about they are really liking Jones. what they're seeing from Keontae Ingram and Eno Benjamin. He might be a cut candidate. Unreal. Well, there's yeah. about to be a whole market of running backs available in free agency. It's crazy. They're talking about cutting Ronald Jones. I watched the you know the first half last night. I'm like, why the hell are they going to cut Ronald Jones? He's just tearing everybody up right now. Yeah. I don't get it. Isaiah Pacheco did have a game, good game uh, too last night, but still, like, I, I didn't understand it. The previous uh, Chiefs game. Running backs didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. They couldn't rush more than three yards per carry. Rojo gets out there. He's like, oh, nine-yard burst, 10-yard burst. Like, oh, hey, where where's this been? Finished with five and a half yards of carry. It's nuts. Oh, we're going to cut him. All right, cool. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with some of these. Uh, I don't know. Was, was that something from a beat reporter or actually from the Cardinals? From beat reporter. Okay, yeah. Well, yep. you know, everybody needs their clicks. All right. <laughs> let's back to it here. So let's shake out the roster. We've got Russ Wilson, Javante, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Jefferson, D.J. Moore, Zach Ertz, Elijah Mitchell, Hunter Renfro, and Derek Carr stack. On our bench, we've got uh, two wide receivers in Alave and Shark, and we've got a running back in James Cook and Zach Wilson. Feels like we might be going running back here. On the board, we've got Jamal Williams, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert, Isaiah Spiller, Mark Ingram. Receivers, we've got Corey Davis, Michael Hardman, KJ Osborne, Marvin Jones Jr., Van Jefferson, Jamison Williams. Tight end, we've got Fryermuth, Cole Komet, Dawson Knox, Hunter Henry. I think we're good at quarterback. We've got Davis Mills, Drew Locke, and Kenny Pickett at the top here. Feels like Isaiah Spiller or Zamir White. What do you guys think? I like either of those options. Yeah, I like both those options. Big on Tyler Algier, man. Tyler Algier. Why, why are you big on Tyler Algier? I haven't heard, heard a lot of good things about him. 
way high on Tyler Algier. <laughs> I just think he's going to get that. Uh, he's going to get that. Uh, that that the um, starting nod out there in Atlanta. But again, Zamir White, like I said, he's. I think he's going to um, overtake that uh, starting position in Las Vegas. You know, you, you got to stay true to your advisor that you got on right now. So I think that uh, by week five. He might, uh, you know, re- replace Josh Jacobs out there uh, in uh, in Vegas. So we, we can't we can't go wrong with that pick, man. We can't go wrong with either pick. Yeah, if what I was think, picking Brad? one of those, I, Zamir White, way, I mean, leaps and bounds before Tyler Ajir to me. I mean, Kenyon Drake's gone, so this guy is already guaranteed a little bit of work. Damian Williams is there in Atlanta. Is there a world that he gets that work instead of Tyler Algier? instead of Algier like it, it, we're just not really sure about the situation so I'm mm. I would go with a guy that we know is guaranteed some work based on what the Raiders have done here in the last couple weeks uh and I, I'd, I'd lean Zamir White if we're looking at those guys right there all right so it seems like we're all pretty on Zamir White any argument for any of these receivers over Zamir White Corey Davis Michael Hardman Osborne Marvin Jones Jr. Not a chance. <laughs> nah. nah. All right. So, sounds like we're good with that. I wouldn't take him any, over any of those guys, so we're good to go. Zamir White, 1406. All right. See what we got after this one. Let's see. We've got Davis Mills, Raheem Mostert, Dawson Knox, Paris Campbell, Cole Komet, Kenny Pickett, Isaiah Spiller, Jacoby Reset, Njoku, Algier, Pat Fryermuth, and Gus Edwards. Okay. I'm going to go to all players here. No, I'm not because they've got tight ends way too high. Any any interest in going with a fourth quarterback here? I feel like we, we should be set at quarterback, but the ones that are remaining, you know, we're about to fall off like kind of a redraft shelf here. So we've got Drew Locke, Garoppolo, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold, Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis. Uh, any potential love to a particular backup here or – Geno Smith, who I believe is the only remaining starter, or at least expected week one starter. Any love for these guys? I mean, uh, the only guy that I'd even be remotely interested in would be Desmond Ritter, and I wouldn't take him right here. I mean, the the guy's going to be starting pretty soon. Uh, There's no way that the Atlanta Falcons think that Marcus Mariota is going to help them in any way. So so the guy's (laughs) – yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. So, yeah, I'm a Desmond Ritter kind of – I wouldn't say truther, but I'm a lot higher on him than than some. So, Well, I'm a Mariota truther, sir. All right. Man deserves another shot. It's going to be the second coming of Ryan Tannehill and Arthur Smith. You'll see. You'll see. You'll regret it. All right. Well, it seems like we're, we're good to hold off on quarterback then because it wouldn't be something that I'm trying to rush myself towards. I feel like we could find some pieces that fall to us, you know, in the maybe round seven, 17 or 18 if we want to shore up that position. You know, in 14-team leagues, you're going to see, because we're going to get to a 14-team mock here uh, soon, you're going to see these guys get drafted, you know, because you have to take your shot. Like with 14 teams – you know, that's that's already 28 quarterbacks starting every single week. We only got 32, you know, so you're going to have those teams that just don't have that third quarterback and you'll have to take your, you know, your stabs with, you know, a Geno Smith, who is technically a starter, um, a potentially a Malik Willis or even a, a Drew Locke or Garoppolo, who you have no idea how it's going to unfold for him. So uh, let's get to our potential pick at probably wide receiver running back at wide receiver. Same cast as there. Corey Davis, Michael Hardman, KJ Osborne. Marvin Jones Jr. and Van Jefferson. 
at running back, we've got uh, Jamal Williams, Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack, Dante Foreman, Samaj P. Ryan, Shubba Hubbard. Guys, these are some pretty uninspiring names. When you kind of get to that point in the draft, are you ready to just like break all of the ADP rules and just start, you know, throwing darts at the wall? Where are you guys at with this pick? Yeah, I'm, I'm this still is, looking. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you know, this is pretty much when I just uh, like leave and um, just do it on auto pick. No, um, and just let no. the computer do 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 it. No, well, no, um, no, no, I'm pretty. No, I'm. Pretty, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, no, I'm playing. Um, no, uh, like at this, yeah, it's just pretty much like uh, it's just who who I, who I feel confident in, and pretty much like you're, you're banking on them them having a good season. So like in this spot right now, mm-hmm. I'm taking a look at a Marvin Jones. I'm taking a look at Marvin Jones. Um, out there in, a, in in Jacksonville, we know that that guy's been able to um to to produce everywhere that he's at. He had a pretty decent year last year with with Trevor Lawrence. I think they're going to have a um a decent year, um as well, or a much better year. Um, you know, now that a fraudulent Meyer is not the uh the the head coach down there, so they're they're going to be doing something offensively. So I would go with uh Marvin Jones. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I, I'd probably lean KJ Osborne. I just think there's a potential for him to really find himself into a pretty decent target share, right? Adam Thielen hasn't been the the most healthy wide receiver in a while. Uh, and we saw when Adam Thielen was hurt last season, KJ Osborne really shined. We've seen a lot of reports from beat reporters and the Vikings saying he's the most improved guy there. So I this is when you take shots, right, at guys that you like, that you think are, you know, could do something. And I think right now for me, uh, K.J. Osborne would be that that guy, right? Marvin Jones got mm-hmm. the opportunity with Trevor Lawrence last season, and he did not produce. So that that's my only issue with Marvin Jones right now is I love the guy as a player, right, especially, you know, the time that we saw him with Matthew Stafford and even his time with the Bengals, he was solid. I just don't know that the volume is going to be there for him right now. Okay. Yeah. KJ Osborne, definitely not a name that excites me right here. You make a good argument, um, especially just because I'm lower on Adam Thielen. But, you know, none of these names are really popping off at me here. I don't have a strong argument for Michael Hardman. You know, the arguments for guys like Michael Hardman or Jamison Crowder or even Van Jefferson is they're just in a good offense, right? Like they have good quarterbacks, they play in a good system, they play in an offense that should be in the red zone that should score a lot of points you're just waiting for those snaps, right? Like you're waiting for a domino to fall like an Adam Thielen or like, you know, an MVS. Um, really tough spot here. I don't like any of these running backs. No. Nope. What do you think, Will? You want to you wanna fight for Marvin Jones or you want to uh, bend the knee to K.J. Osborne? Yeah, the, the KJ Osborne is not, is not a bad pick um, either. I think, like I said again, I think that uh, Zimmer being out as a head coach out there in uh, in Minnesota, they're going to have a, um, a, a very very uh, offensive mind um, game plan going into every single week. So that, that's a, that's a very good pick, and and we also saw what he was able to do last year when, when there were some uh, players uh, um, outside of the lineup. So yeah, uh, um, can't go wrong with that uh, with the Osborne pick. I think we can go wrong, but none of these names are sexy. I'm gonna smash the draft button. We can we can move past that pick because that was that was ugly. That was yeah. The next team took Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not even rostered anywhere. You know what I mean? Who, what quarterbacks <laughs> did they have? They have Mitch Carson and Baker. They needed a quarterback for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm like that's that's a really tough area. Noah Fant went at, went after our pick. I was almost worthy to consider Okubanam, 
but just felt like it's kind of like just leaping to just like ADP. Uh, I'll take a shot at uh, KJ Osborne, someone I like in best ball typically. I don't, I haven't been drafting him to like redraft or dynasty teams, but someone that I'll grab in best ball, especially if I do have a Kirk Cousins, actually. I don't mind that late round stack. Uh, all right. So yeah, we went Garoppolo, Fant, Romeo Dubes, Irv Smith, Jamal Williams, Desmond Ritter, uh, Mark Ingram, Dernis Johnson, Marlon Mack, DPJ, Donovan Peoples Jones right before us. I got excited about that name, but I wouldn't have been excited to pick him right there. So I don't know why I'm so excited about DPJ. <laughs> All right. On the board. Again, it's not pretty. Donta Foreman, Samaj P. Ryan, Shubba Hubbard, Jarek McKinnon. I don't really hate Jarek McKinnon right here. Corey Davis, Michael Hardman, Marvin Jones Jr., Van Jefferson, Jamison Williams. I am going to throw out some names that are not at the uh, top of the ADP because that last pick and this pick, and this is kind of where I was going with my question is, is like, this is the time where the draft picks that I'm taking on, they're most likely, if this is redraft, like they're going to be waiver wire fodder. Like there's just no guarantees with these guys, right? So I don't mind taking stabs at, you know, guys like an Alec Pierce who are lower on the list. Um, Justin Watson has been a, a late round target I've been aiming at. Uh, Danny Gray. Um, apparently, I've got to keep Keontae Ingram now on my short list. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, who I did mention, he's probably the highest on this ADP portion of the list. Is there any like deep um, players like that I mentioned, like Watson or Gray, that you guys would want to pull up the board, or do you want to stay at top of the ADP and like the options that you know the, the list that's you're being fed by your draft platform is feeding you? Yeah, no, this is a situation where I like I, I'm still still to a fault believe in Curtis Samuel and the abilities that that dude has. And I will take him late in every single redraft league. A hundred percent guaranteed he's going to be on my team because I'll draft him in the freaking 15th round for whatever reason. Like this is the time that you take you. Yes, you throw ADP out the window because most likely Two of these last three picks aren't even going to be on your roster after the first couple weeks of the season. This right. is that roster churn, right? You're constantly looking for some amount of value. So, yeah, ADP is definitely out the window right now. What do you think, Will? Yeah, same thing. ADP is out the window right now. You're going to have to go for the guys that you've been looking at and uh, you think that uh, are, are a little out of whack right now, especially having uh, three more picks um, to go into draft. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling those, those, those picks for right now. That if you look at the top with the uh, mm-hmm. Corey Davis and Nicole Hartman, I mean, yeah. But my guy's still there. My guy Marvin Jones is still there, man. He's still there. He's like, hey, will pick me. Um, I'm able to produce for you at the number um in, on the 16th round. Why don't you add me to your team? So he's there. Um, you know, looking at me, looking at him. So, uh, and then also, I I don't, I don't, I wouldn't mind Jameson Williams right now either. Isn't he uh, out for the whole year? Didn't they put him on the physically unable? Oh, you know, you know what? Well, that'd just be the first four games, right? The pup. Uh, I I I thought uh, he was pulled for the year, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, he's pulled for the year. I was thinking about the uh, the the running back. I'm sorry, I got the got the names a little. It's the same. Um, All right, so so it sounds like we're sniffing out Marvin Jones or Curtis Samuel. Again, I'm fine with either of these. You know, gun to my head, I probably go Curtis Samuel just because of like that potential duality usage as a running back, as a receiver. 
Obviously, we've heard all of the terrible rumblings of Antonio Gibson. It's not looking too pretty there for him. If that were to be a continued trend or narrative, you could see more opportunities for you know the sneak the sneaky stuff, the end around reverses, running back touches for Curtis Samuel. That's how he was used with the Panthers. That's why they said they brought him in before he got hurt last year. I, I like that little bit of potential upside there. You Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, they did give him a fair amount of money. Marvin Jones yeah. Jr., I, the narrative for me there is they're going to be bad. The Jags are going to be bad. They're going to have to pass a lot. What concerns me every single game, I, and not even the season, from game to game is where is the ball going to go? Because you're like, oh, they got Christian Kirk. Oh, they've got uh, Marvin and Zay Jones. Oh, that's great. Oh, they've got Evan Ingram. And at halftime, Jamal Agnew leads the team in reception. So you're just like, what, what, is, what is going on right now? What is happening? You know, it's just a weird team, them them Jaguars. The targets are there for him, right? To Will's point, though, I mean, he had a hundred some odd targets last year. He 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 just what he wasn't what we hoped he would have been, right? So I right. think people are kind of sleeping on him. So I, I like the I like the Marvin pick. I do. Let's let's smash Marvin then. Let's 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 say screw it and let's go for some good game flow um, narrative there. On a bad team, they'll chuck it a lot. Jamison Williams did go the very next pick. Taysom Hill, Chubba Hubbard, Samaje P. Ryan, uh, Tyrion uh, Davis-Price, Dante Foreman, Alec Pierce, Terrace Marshall, Jeff Wilson, Jarek McKinney, bastards. Mikkel Hardman, Kenyon Drake. Took my, you took my player. I hate when that happens. Getting sniped. Got sniped on Darrell Williams. Getting sniped on Jarek McKinnon. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. We just went back-to-back at running back. We've got two picks left. My prediction here would be closing it out with another tight end and a running back. Uh, I feel like we should probably address running back first. Do you guys agree? We've got, you know, Boston Scott, Dame Williams, Mike Davis, Rex Burkhead, Trey Sermon, Zach Moss, Brita. You know, going further down the list, we've got names like Eno Benjamin, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn. Hmm. Nothing beyond that that I'm really seeing that is very appealing. At tight end, we could go Hunter Henry, Gasecki, Okwubanam, Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby. Those seem like safer floors in the 17th round, but the position availability for running back could tail off a little bit more here. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm tight end right here. Same tight end on, on this pick as well. And then I like to finish it off with the uh with the running back. Your guy Albert okay. O. Albert O is out is out there. Um wouldn't I mean that's a that's a nice, nice stack, man. Nice and nice, like nice stack. Albert Again, o. yeah, I can't pronounce his last name. I think I'm gonna um be on board to to probably try it week three or week four for the season, but right now we're just gonna stay with Albert O. <laughs> a cool banam. Okay. I could be not even be saying it right. So. No, I mean, it sounds good. It sounds, sounds yeah, right. it sounds yeah, like something. It yeah. sounds like you put some syllables together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I like Okubanam right here. I have a ton, a ton of late round exposure to him in best ball. I think he's probably my most owned player. You know, the most rostered player I have in best ball formats because you know early on in the offseason, you're just getting him in just like ridiculous value. I'm good with him. I'm good with Gerald Everett here. I do not prefer. Hunter Henry or Mike Gusecki over either of those guys. No, yeah, I think there's some touchdown regression coming for Hunter Henry when you think about bringing in Devontae Parker. That, that 
now you got two people that are fighting for that inside the 10 touchdown production and it, it's just oh. going to eat some away. So I think AO is the, the option. Well, yeah. And if you also take into consideration Dame Harris's usage in the red zone and then the yep. potential uptick for Ramondre Stevenson, like, you know, that, that's not the focal point of their offense is just to you know make those r- type of risky uh, throws in the red zone. So, yeah, I'm good with it. Uh, Okubanam. Yeah, well, let's just go Okubanam. We got the Russ Wilson. We got the Javante. Now we got the tight end. We're good. Stacks on stacks on stacks. After Albert O, we followed up with Trey Sermon, KJ Hamler, Zay Jones, Boston Scott, Chris Evans, Dame Williams, Rex Burkhead, Geno Smith, Drew Locke, and Corey Davis. It is our last pick of this draft. Seems like we need a running back. Maybe there's an argument against it, but I I think that's probably what we want to fill out here. We've got some Mike Davis, Zach Moss, Matt Breida, Miles Gaskin, Eno Benjamin, Hassan Haskins, Keyshawn Vaughn, Josh Kelly, Philip Lindsay. Any of these names jumping out at you guys? I want to keep going down the list here. Show me more. Just to see if there's like someone from like the deep, the deep ADP that like they're not bringing up. Scroll, scroll back up. What do you guys think about Jalen Warren? He's a name that's buried in ADP here. Yeah, at this point, you're looking yeah, at guys tough, that are, man. you know, where's the injury going to happen? Right. right. Well, that, yeah. that's really what Mike it is, Davis none might of be, these guys are. Mike Davis might be starting. Mike right Davis along and also, yeah. yeah, Mike Davis and also Matt Breda, right? I mean, um, for the Giants, I mean, he's a clear, clear backup in uh, in New York. So, I mean, yep. it's just. <sighs> You know, I mean, I'm I'm hoping. Listen, as a, as a diehard New York Giants football fan, I'm 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 hoping that uh that he stays healthy. But if he doesn't, I mean, Matt Breda is going to get um all the shares, so all the all the all the, the the running back there in in New York. So it's tough, yeah. man. There's in no, a tough spot no, in the last one. Yeah. But it's, well, yeah, it's it's your last pick, and and you know we're making a big deal out of it, you know, because you know we want our <laughs> listeners and our viewers to you know see that we take this seriously. But and just that, like, we want to have that conversation because these types of com- conversations are happening very quickly in your head and your draft because you're at your last pick. It's the end of the draft. You've been ready to be done. There's only 90 seconds on the clock. You're just going to whoosh through this pick, but we want to give you this upside and give you this information so you, that you can leverage this pick, you know, to your advantage. Um, so. So at the wide receiver position, a guy we haven't really talked much about, and maybe he's not on there, maybe he got taken already, would be Paris Campbell. Mm. Did he get taken already? Going back to Paris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I just I feel like that guy. I don't think he has been taken. He just hasn't had luck. But he is explosive. He's had some luck. It's just not very good. Yeah, it's injury. Super bad. It is the problem, right? I just I feel like that guy has some legitimate upside to only have to fight off Alec Pierce to be the wide receiver two with Matt Ryan in town. I feel like there's a a world that that guy can really. Oh, he did get taken. I see him right there in the 14th. Okay, so there you go. Damn. There you go. Never mind. Not happening. I back down. 
What about what about Van Jefferson or Jamison Crowder? I mean, we were kind of having that conversation about the upside for some of these receivers here. They're in good offenses. They should both play a fair amount of snaps. Uh, they could produce to the point where, you know, hey, it's your last pick. Maybe they play well enough in the first handful of weeks or half of the season where you can make a trade at the deadline or kind of earlier on in the year. What do you think about either of those guys? Love, love Jamison Crowder. I mean, we, we saw what um, – uh, Beasley was able to do as well as uh, Emmanuel Sanders in that offense coming out the slot. I think Jamison Crowder is better than both those uh, both those uh, players. So I, I like Jamison Crowder right here. If we if we're going to get him in the 18th round out of ver- at the very very last pick, can't 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 argue. Especially if everybody has Josh Allen as the first quarterback, you know that he's going to be able to um, you know sling it out there in Buffalo and do his thing. So Diggs can only um, get but so many targets out there. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, I like it. All right, there we go. Finishing up with Jamison Crowder. And realistically, yeah, not not a bad value. Byron Pringle went not that far after. And look, we got a B plus. Not too bad, boys. Not too look bad. Let us go. Look, let right? us go. All okay. right, so to review the team, we've got uh, – well, actually, I'm going to go to this thing here, the actual draft board. All right, so to review our team, we finished with Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Jefferson, D.J. Moore, Zach Ertz, Elijah Mitchell, Hunter Renfro, Derek Carr. Followed up with our bench, we've got Chris Olave, James Cook, D.J. Shark Jr., Zach Wilson, Zamir White, K.J. Osborne, Marvin Jones, Albert Akubanam, and Jamison Crowder. feel pretty good about this team here. I, I, I like what we've assembled. Uh, we've got some, some shots that we threw with some young talent like Alave and Cook and Zamir White. I feel like those picks could really bring home some solid second half of the year production. Uh, we've got some really locked in good upfront picks in our quarterbacks like Derek Carr and Russ Wilson. Will's got Wilson as like a top, you know, top 10 quarterback. Me and Brad both have Carr as a top 10 quarterback, so good things cooking there. Uh, we've got some stacks with those guys. So we've got, you know, Hunter Renfro with Derek Carr. With Wilson, we've got Javante Williams. And we, you know, we sneaked Okubanam in the back end of our draft. So we could have some extra stacking value there, potentially on Ertz's bye week or if Ertz was to have an injury. Um, I don't think we expose ourselves to a ton of risk. Dobbins could come back to hurt us, but I feel like we really shored up the running back position. We've got Elijah Mitchell coming out of our flex. He's someone that I'm really high on this year. And again, I like our young uh, running back talent with White and Cook. I think that they're going to have roles come the end of the year. So I think even when we did you know, slightly expose ourselves to risk, we definitely made up for it. So I'll pull up the draft board here. Um, let me see. Anything from the back half of the draft that you guys would have preferred to redo? Uh, we're uh, right here in this uh, middle column. Any any rag rats? No, nah, it's hard in this late in the draft, right, yeah. to to look at it because, like like we said, the fifteenth round on, you're really just kind of taking shots in the dark. So, right, I think that the one would be that Jamison Williams, right, that question mark, right. I mean, mm-hmm. this dude is legitimate talent coming out of Alabama. Does he come in in the back half of the season and and produce for you? Uh, so he'd be the only one that you know that late round upside that you're really looking for might be Mm -hmm. worth taking a shot on. Well, the nice thing about taking someone like that is as soon as you put them on your roster, you get to put them in the IR and you can go pick up somebody else. You just go, (laughs) you you got another pick. Yeah. So you just, you, yeah, you add him, throw him in the pup. Everybody just finished drafting. Now you're going to go add another player. So yeah, if you're willing to wait, you know, then you also have to come to like that juncture where, okay, he's on my IR. 
week one happened. I got more, I have more IR players and now you have to kind of, you know, play that chess game. Like, am I going to let them go? What are you going to hold them and let somebody else that's injured go? Like, then you got to play with that a little bit more, but starting off before there's any other injuries, it's not, not the worst play. Uh, I would have liked to have gotten maybe Jarek McKinnon. He's one of my more favorable late round targets, him or Rojo, depending on the ADP. Um, I'm more Jarek McKinnon than I am Isaiah Pacheco right now. Uh, I just feel like he's still more familiar with the team, the offense, the playbook, et cetera. And when it, what it feels like is going to be a constant rotating door in the Kansas City backfield, I guess I'll take that a little bit more of upside. Again, I was higher on Rojo, but you know the reports aren't very good right now. Um, let's see, any other guys? Yeah, that was the only one I w- really would have liked to have grabbed a piece of. But other than that, you know, s- still feel pretty good about it. So 